And hello, everyone. Welcome to a program, The Truth Will Set You Free, Bible Prophecy Edition. I'm Vic Batista, along with Nathan Jones of Lamb Lion Ministry. We have an exciting program prepared to you for you today as we're going to be talking about Bible prophecy and end time plague. So stay tuned for today's program. And of course, before we continue, I'm going to ask my co-host, Nathan Jones, if you will open us up with a word of prayer. Lord Jesus, we thank you for this opportunity to study your word, to understand how all these uh, plagues that we've been hearing about around the world and how that plays into your prophetic perspective. So, Lord, we ask that you guide us and direct us uh, in this gospel. And, Lord, too, that you'll encourage us as it's a fearful time. We thank you, Jesus, in your precious name. Amen. Amen. Again, you're tuning into the Truth to Set You Free, Bible Prophecy Edition. Vic Batista, Nathan Jones of Lamb Lion Ministry. Again, we're talking about Bible prophecy and end times plague. So stay tuned to today's program. Those of you that are following us via social media, make sure you share with your friends and family our program. And feel free to go ahead and start, of course, a live conversation with your friends and have them tune in to the program. As we're going to be talking about, again, a very important subject matter relating to what's happening even as we speak today. But before we continue, I'm going to welcome my co-host, Nathan Jones, to the program. Nathan, it's great to have you on. Hey, brother. Good, Great to be on. The truth will set you free yet again. I'm <laughs> 10 years now, man. This is awesome. You know, Nathan, it's very exciting. I just actually posted uh, one of our programs from five years ago, celebrating five years. Now we're already up to 10. Oh, my goodness. Well, it's been a blessing, man. Real blessing. It sure is. And we pray uh, if the Lord doesn't return soon, which I know he will, maybe the Lord will give us another five years. And that, that'll be exciting to Nathan, because there's a lot of things going on around the world. There is. There is a lot of scary things, too, uh, especially with this coronavirus spreading around the world. A lot of people are scared, want to know how that fits into Bible prophecy. So I'm so glad you want to look at that plagues in the end times and address that in this program. Exactly. Nathan, I did shift gears a little bit because, you know, sometimes we have to touch on what's going on uh, as it relates to us today. And uh, I took a little bit of, uh, of a detour from our last program because I thought this was an important subject matter. But Nathan, before we continue, just in case someone is new to the program and maybe they don't know how to get a hold of us in, a, in the ministry or maybe they want more information about the ministry. Can you go ahead and share that for us? Well, certainly. Uh, you've uh, tuned in. The Truth Will Set You Free. It's the podcast of Lamb and Lion Ministries. Uh, this podcast, of course, was founded by uh, Vic Batista here. Uh, and my name's Nathan Jones. We're both evangelists with Lamb and Lion Ministries. We're a Bible prophecy teaching ministry whose mission it is to proclaim the soon return of Jesus Christ. We do that in a number of ways uh, through this podcast, of course, but primarily through our television program, Christ in Prophecy, which is now in its 18th season on all the major Christian networks. And you can check us out on ChristinProphecy.org. That's our website. You'll find a plethora of information, articles, social media, newsletter, magazines, videos. Uh, we've got our long-form videos like our TV show, Christ in Prophecy, and our shorter ones like the Inbox and Bible Prophecy Insights. We want to get you excited about Jesus Christ's soon return. That's an exciting topic. And uh, so check us out, ChristinProphecy.org. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much, Nathan Jones. And for those of you that would like to take some courses, of course, related to Bible prophecy, check us out at cca.university. That is a fantastic way for you to continue to grow in the knowledge of biblical prophecy. And Nathan, I love the new logo that you and Stephen were working on for our program. Now that we have integrated as part of Lamb Lion Ministry, as I serve with you, of course, as an, uh, uh, as an evangelist there, what an exciting uh, time this is, right? Yeah, yeah, get it. 10 years, got a new look and a new feel and new ministry sponsor. So praise the Lord, man. We'll just keep on teaching, even if it's 
not sponsored. <laughs> we'll Spike. keep going as long as you folks tune in. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of fun here, as many people know, Nathan. And we, of course, we touch on a lot of uh, serious topics, but we also like to encourage people. And one of the things that, that we know, Nathan, that's on the horizon right now is this threat of plagues. But Nathan, the Bible uh, clearly does speak about certain signs of the end times and the things that are coming. Uh, so this should not be much of a surprise to us other than to recognize how Bible prophecy is being fulfilled right before our eyes. And Nathan, that is what we find in Scripture, right? Matthew chapter 24, verses 3 through 8, uh, Revelation 6, verses 1 through 8, Deuteronomy. There's a lot of Scriptures that talk to us about uh, plagues, and, and certain things that are going to be coming uh, uh, on the horizon. And we're starting to see, right, Nathan, those signs develop right before our eyes. Absolutely. Folks are writing into the ministry wanting to know this big coronavirus scare, which seems to be the every year, right? There's a different virus. You've got Ebola, the previous yes. year, N1H1. You've got the bird flu. You've got the swine flu. Uh, you name it. There is every year there seems to be some new scare. The media seems to feed on it and, and it gets really bigger and sometimes it's blown out of proportion and sometimes it's not. As of this recording, for instance, the coronavirus, which started in China, has claimed 3,000 lives and it's there's now more people who have the coronavirus outside of China than inside of China. Uh, people are wondering, is, is this a pandemic? And the head of WHO uh, came out, World Health Organization, said, no, it is not a pandemic. Uh, not enough people have died and they haven't died all over the world. It's affecting mostly the elderly, uh, so it's not a pandemic at this point, but it's got a lot of people scared. The stock market in one week in, in February dropped almost 3,000 points in fear of this, but it rebounded right afterwards. So clearly it's not the pandemic that we think it is, but it seems right that it, every year we've got this new fear of pestilence and plague uh, wiping out humanity, and, and people want to know, how does that fit into Bible prophecy? Mm, excellent, Nathan, and of course, and that's what we're going to look at right now as we look at Matthew chapter 24. Will you be able to read for us, Nathan, verses 3 through 8 as we tackle this very important subject matter? Okay. Oh, this is, Matthew 24 is a fantastic passage because the apostles wanted to understand from Jesus what are the signs of his soon return, and so here we go, verse 3 says, now as he, Jesus, sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us, when will these things be, and what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? And Jesus answered and said to them, Take heed that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and I will, and, uh, will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars, and see that you're not troubled, for all these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginnings of sorrows. Woo. Now, Nathan, that is amazing right there. And I think those are, those are a few words that, that we want to highlight there in Matthew chapter 24, verse 7, of course. And the, the word uh, we want to highlight is pestilence because that's some of the things that we're going to focus and talk about. Now, Nathan, as we jump to Revelation 6, verses 1 through 8, and so we see signs that are presently evolving, and then we're also going to see certain things that are going to develop in the future. But I thought, Nathan, if we can also read Revelation 6, verses 1 through 8, and then we'll come back and try to tie this all together. Okay. All right. As long as we tie it together. <laughs> Otherwise, it might be a little confusing. 
All right, Revelation 6.1. Now I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard one of the four living creatures saying with a voice like thunder, Come and see. And I looked, and behold, a white horse. And he who sat on it had a bow, and a crown was given to him, and he went out conquering and to conquer. And when he opened the second seal, I heard the second living creature saying, Come and see. Another horse, fiery red, went out, and it was granted to the one who sat on it to take peace from the earth, and that people should kill one another, and there was given to him a great sword. And when he opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature say, Come and see. So I looked, and behold, a black horse, and he who sat on it had a pair of scales in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four living creatures saying, A quart of wheat for a denarius, and three quarts of barley for a denarius, and do not harm the oil and the wine. And when he opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature saying, Come and see. And so I looked, and behold, a pale horse, and the name of him who sat on it was Death, and Hades followed with him. And power was given to them over a fourth of the earth to kill with the sword, with hunger, with death, and by the beasts of the earth. Mm, thank you, Nathan Jones. Again, so what we see, we see pestilence, we see the pale horse, we see, of course, modern signs, and we also see here leading to future events. And of course, this is, Nathan, what, what we're looking at here. We are seeing right now the development of many signs that the Lord said that we will see before his return. But Nathan, oftentimes, like you mentioned earlier, we only focus on, let's say, one plague, the, the coronavirus. But we know that there's also a whole, a whole other host of other things that are going on that people are not always aware of. And of course, we need to uh, bring some clarity to this as we tie this all together so people can kind of see how everything is falling into place. Absolutely. I mean, we can look at the coronavirus that's going around, and it's not the first coronavirus. There's, there's like 30 years of recorded coronaviruses, and coronavirus is merely... Uh, considered the flu. It's it's a bad version of the flu. We're in the 19th iteration of it. And you could go back and, and read stories that even that TV show, The Simpsons, was talking about the coronavirus back in the 80s. So this isn't something that's new, but it's, it's spread so fast in one province in China that it got a lot of people's attention. Matter of fact, uh, there are 60 to 300,000 people a year who die from the common flu. So the 3,000 that have died of coronavirus, and not to belittle their death, certainly, but uh, that is not a pandemic. Uh, more people die from the flu. More people die from suicide. More people die from car accidents. Uh, every year, not... So this is something that, obviously, the, the media has grabbed hold of. Uh, they, of course, they sell papers, so to speak. If, if they're something that catches people's attention and they've latched onto this, there's political... <clears throat> excuse me, ramifications. Uh, clearly, one political party is trying to use it against the other political party in the United States and in other countries to say that they're at fault for not keeping it at bay. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, any type of taking a, a disease and, and running with it. I mean, you probably remember a year or two ago, Ebola was the biggest scare. As a matter of fact, here in the I Dallas area, you remember that? Yeah, in the Dallas area, we had a nurse who had it, and they had her locked down. And certainly, if it got out, it would have been horrific, but you know, it's been pretty much isolated now to Africa. Brother, when you want to talk about pandemic, the Black Death between 1340 and 1771 killed 75 million people. Mm. The smallpox in the 20th century, 300 million people. The Spanish flu in just two years, 1918 to 1919, 50 to 100 million people worldwide. Every year, 2 million people die of malaria, 
And eight, from 1817 to today, there have been eight cholera pandemics. And AIDS, since 1981, has killed over 25 million people. And this continually happens, and we never talk about it. So that hopefully that'll put the coronavirus into perspective. Mm, excellent point. Thank you, Nathan Jones. Again, for those of you that just tuned in, you tuned into our truth will set you free. Bible prophecy edition. Big Batista, Nathan Jones with Lamb Lion Ministry. As uh, so we're talking about Bible prophecy and end time plagues according to Scripture. Nathan, thank you for putting that in perspective. You know, and, and that's exactly also like the Bible predicts that there's wars and rumors of wars. And sometimes people think there's just maybe one event, but but we, but they forget that really when you look at things globally, there's a lot of different wars and skirmishes that are going on as well. Absolutely. To go back to our Matthew 24 passage, the disciples came up to Jesus just after Jesus told them that the temple would be thrown down and uh, they couldn't believe it. So they said, well, what will be the sign of this and what will be the sign of your coming? In other words, your second coming and of the end of the age when Jesus returns uh, first at the rapture and then seven years later at the, the second coming. And they want to know what the signs were like. Jesus lists here a few signs Obviously, false prophets and false Christs, that's the number one uh, thing. And certainly when there's over 500 registered cults in the United States alone, you know that uh, there are plenty of false Christs. There'll be wars and rumors of wars. Jesus says, don't be troubled. These things must happen. The end's not here quite yet. Nation will rise against nation or ethnos against ethnos. In other words, ethnic tension will rise. And we're certainly seeing that in the United States when we thought we were a post racist nation now it seems like that's all everybody ever talks about uh famines great famines throughout the world uh pestilence this is where we get plagues uh, you could also consider the um the locust plague that's a pestilence that's spread from sudan all the way to the chinese border devouring everything in sight and of course there'll be earthquakes but this is the caveat in matthew 24 yes have these things been happening for thousands of years absolutely but Jesus said they would increase in frequency and intensity like a woman's birth pains the closer we got to his return. Till we got to what we just read in Revelation, the tribulation, when the world will see the be this is just the beginning of sorrows. The tribulation is the sorrows. Mm -hmm. You know, Nathan, you made a very good point and you read a verse that I think is very powerful. And Jesus says, uh, again, he, he said, don't be troubled. It seems right now the fear is what is always runs rampant. Uh, and, and Christians need to recognize, you know, we're following the Lord. We're trusting in Jesus. We're not to be led by fear, if you will. Yes, we need to take precaution, right, Nathan? I love that uh, uh, video that uh, Dr. Reagan sent forth in terms of what to do uh, as far as uh, precautions with a coronavirus. And, and there are certain things that we can do, right, Nathan, like washing our hands. There are certain things that we need to uh, take care of, but, but we're not supposed to live in fear. Would you agree? Well, it's, it's scary. I was reading an article recently where uh, Seattle, people in Seattle are terrified to go out. It's like a ghost town around there. Uh, if you're in Seattle, uh, comment and let us know if that's what you're seeing, but that's what's being reported. Uh, California, San Francisco declared a state of emergency and they don't have a single case of coronavirus. Uh, the people in the stock markets panicked and ran and took all their their uh, high, uh, what do you call it, their high um, investment. gear investments, I should say, and put them in more secure investments. And we saw a run on the stock market, a little one. Uh, we're seeing people lined up in stores for, for all the way down the aisles buying. There's a shortage of toilet paper. Because people, and bleach, I don't know why bleach, I guess to, to kill any disease that they find. 
and the stores are having runs on. I mean, this is what happens when people have a fear of the end times. But what did you just say that Jesus said? Jesus says, see that you are not troubled. Mm. You know, Nathan, and this these are opportunities for us instead to be instead of us running and just thinking of ourselves, this is a great opportunity for us to do like you and I are doing here in this program, and it's to bring awareness, but also start to reach people with types of situations for the Lord. This is a great opportunity to say to someone, hey, do you know Jesus? Why are you fearful? Maybe you're so fearful and you're gripped by fear because you don't know where you're going. And I think, Nathan, we need to take these opportunities to really evangelize. Man, I love it how you always bring every Bible topic back to the gospel. Absolutely. This is an opportunity to share what's going on, to tell them what the future is. Uh, obviously, when we read here in Revelation 6, we're, we're talking about how Jesus opens these judgments, the first of 21 judgments that will happen during the tribulation. Obviously, after Christians are raptured off this earth, this seven-year tribulation time period where God will pour out on its, the earth his wrath, just like he did in the flood. And one of that is the result of, you see, this Antichrist rise to power, and then he brings war to the earth. And, of course, as a result of war, you get the fallout from it, which is famine, because food supply lines are broken up. People get sick, and then plague starts all over the place, and then that's followed by death. Even the animals suffer, and, and then they turn on people. So, again, that's a an apocalyptic scenario of the future, of this tribulation time period. But people want to know, are we in that tribulation time period? And we are not. We are still in the time where the church should go out and share the gospel with people before the rapture of the church. Mm, excellent point, Nathan. Again, we should not be fearful. Uh, of course, we do want to take precaution when we're flying, when we're traveling. I mean, I was listening to uh, uh, the news today, and they were also th thinking about postponing the Olympics uh, because of, yeah, so you can see the extent of this when fear begins to grip the heart of the global nations, if you will. Uh, and one of, of course, and I do understand at the present time, they have no vaccine, they don't have a cure uh, for this um, virus, and we are to, uh, to take precaution. But at the end of the day, we need to continue to move forward in the things that God has called us to do, trusting the Lord. Nathan, I work in healthcare. I've been working in healthcare for over 30 years. I'm in and out of the hospital, in and out of the OR rooms, in and out of uh, all sorts. But I don't stay home because of fear. <laughs> I <Yeah. still> work. <laughs> well, since you work in the hospital systems, I, I've been hearing reports, uh, both uh, Israel and uh, uh, some labs in, in California all say that they're within weeks away from having a corona vaccine. Is that true? Actually, I cannot confirm that, Nathan. As a matter of fact, what I've been hearing is actually going to be a lot longer uh, before they actually come up with a cure. So uh, I'm not 100% I'm not sure on that one. That is that close. Well, it, it, from what I, again, what I'm reading is that it's, again, a derivative of the flu. So who's affected, who dies from the flu? It's usually the young, the elderly, and the people who are already sick. And that's what we're seeing with the coronavirus. It seems to be taking out, unfortunately, the those people who are more receptive to catching colds and flus. And I, I agree, man. And just do the things that, when the Black Death was affecting Europe, and interestingly enough, who wasn't dying? It was the Jewish people. So much so that the people started blaming the Jews for the Black Death, saying they were the ones responsible. They were causing it. And know that what the Jewish people did is they were living kosher lives. They were living by cleanliness. And that cleanliness, da-da, God knows, 
And that's why he gave them the kosher laws back in the day during when they were wandering the desert. It was to keep them from infections and disease. And so the Jewish people did fared far, far better than the general populace did during the Black Death because they maintained cleanliness. And we can learn from that, right? Absolutely. And, and again, for those of you that just tuned in, we thank you, those of you that pray for our program, those of you that follow us on social media, feel free to, like we said, share this with others to encourage them as we are doing this program, just to be uh, an encouragement. Again, Vic Batista, Nathan Jones, The Truth Will Set You Free, uh, Bible Prophecy Edition with Lamb Lion Ministry. Again, we're talking about Bible prophecy and end times plagues. And Nathan, again, it's just nice to see that the Bible actually talks about these things. Sometimes people think uh, that there's no hope. But when you and I do this program, it's bringing it back to the Bible and also looking towards the future. For those who have trusted in Christ, uh, we really have nothing to fear. Nothing can happen to us that the Lord will not allow it, right, Nathan? And therefore, we need to just continue to trust him and uh, be faithful to what he's called us to do. Absolutely. Uh, another question that people write in and they ask when it comes to the plagues is each year we get a different one. And so the people write in, is this plague, you know, is this coronavirus, is this Ebola, is this H1N1 have anything to do with uh, punishment? Is God trying to punish China, for instance? Uh, mm -hmm. We know China has been, since Xi Jinping has declared himself president for life, he's turning it not only as a communist dictatorship, but now almost as if he's the king. And he's been greatly persecuting Christians, closing down house churches, uh, taking out Bibles, uh, uh, making it so that children aren't allowed to uh, worship Jesus, putting his picture in the place of cross and churches, uh, knocking down established churches there. I mean, he's been terribly persecuting the Christians there. And so all of a sudden, boom, not only do we read about the coronavirus hitting China hard, but uh, they continue to suffer from the swine flu. They're importing 40 percent of their pork from overseas now because they've been killing their pigs. The uh, We've also got the bird flu. They've been killing their chickens too. The locusts have ended up on the borders of China. I mean, it seems like China's getting hit. And to keep this coronavirus down, China's closed its trade borders and nobody's flying in and out and nobody's trading with them, which means it shouldn't be too long before all that junk that we buy from China disappears off our shelves and things start getting expensive. And so China is only two months away now from financial collapse. So this is like people are asking, is this have to do, this virus have to do with God's punishment on China? Now we go to Deuteronomy 28:59, and Moses told the Israelites what would happen if they were disobedient. He said, the Lord will send fearful plagues on you and your descendants, harsh and prolonged disasters and severe and lingering illnesses. Now we got to take it in context here is that God was telling the, the Jews, hey, I will bless you if you follow me but I will send you these, these plagues and disasters and illnesses on you if you rebel against me in order that to bring you back to me, to repent and bring you back. Is God trying to bring China back to him? Well, I, we can't say that because this verse is in the context of Israel, but we certainly know that God does use plagues and disasters and famines at times as judgments in order to bring people to confront their rebellion, to get on their knees and call out for God for help and then he will come and rescue them. Mm, excellent point. And Nathan, of course, and you're right, a lot of this is to get our attention and God will use different methods to get our attention. I think this is a great way to get the attention of the people in America, right, Nathan? Because oftentimes we can also get very distracted. So, hey, maybe God is also using this to kind of sharpen us a little bit. Absolutely. 
<clears throat> when we get to the tribulation that were God's judgments on the world, you see how God will use plague yet again to drive people to finally down to their knees and accept him or not. And we read in Revelation 6, as we did, that with the third and fourth seal judgments, the plagues, the wars, the disasters that will happen during that time will kill a fourth of the world population. Think about that. We're almost at eight billion people on this planet. That's two billion people dying from these plagues. Uh, we read about the first bowl judgment, how ugly festering sores broke out on the people who took the mark of the beast and worshipped his image. Those in the future will, to, in order to buy and sell, will have to take the Antichrist name or number 666, put it on their forehead or right hand, and they can buy and sell if they have that. And they will get these painful sores. They will get this plague. Uh, you read a fifth bowl judgment, Revelation 16, 11, how pains and sores will again be on the people. So God will use plagues and, as judgment onto the people during the tribulation in order to punish them for their sins, but also to get them to repent. Mm, excellent point. And Nathan, again, uh, again, this is all to uh, help us to better understand how God operates, how the Bible operates, and for us to really dig into scriptures. So, so for those of you that are tuned into the program, again, maybe this is new to you. We want to encourage you. These passages that we were going over, Matthew 24, verses 3 through 8, Revelation 6, uh, 1 through 8, Deuteronomy 28. Uh, again, take time to read through these scriptures so that you're not fearful, so that you can actually understand what awaits this world and also what awaits the believer and nathan that's why we often tell people that we really don't know uh how much time we have left on this earth and that's why we need to secure our relationship with the lord jesus today today is the day of salvation and for those of you that are out there that maybe you haven't given your life to jesus we would love for you to start that relationship with the lord uh even right now and since we only have about a minute or so to the program, I want to uh, ask Nathan Jones, as he often does every week, to maybe uh, give you guys that opportunity uh, to respond with a simple prayer. Uh, and Nathan, would you be able to maybe share with that person on the other side how they can start a relationship with the Lord even right now? Well, absolutely. Uh, we live in troubling times. So how in the world can Jesus tell his disciples, see that you are not troubled? Well, when we know how the story ends, we know that we're not troubled, and we're not troubled either as Christians, because even though the world may rage around us, we are safe in Jesus' hands. Yes, we will fall to plagues and, and sicknesses and disasters, of course, but we know our eternal destiny is secure in Jesus, that we, when we die, we will be in heaven with him forever. And so that should bring us great joy in living in these difficult times. And if, if you're looking to, to, to have that joy, if you want to know that you will be going to heaven forever. And there's only one way, Jesus Christ. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by me, John 14, 6. So grab hold of that. Uh, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have mm -hmm. eternal life. Have you accepted Jesus as your savior? If you feel that tugging in your heart, if the Holy Spirit is moving in you, then pray, dear Jesus, please. Forgive me of my sins and be my Lord and Savior. And Jesus will do just that. Your sins will be forgiven. Uh, the guilt will be washed away. You'll have a whole new life and you'll be secure in God's hands and you'll be in heaven with him forever. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Nathan Jones. Hey, maybe if you, you just trusted in Christ, let us know. We would love to celebrate with you. Give us a call of Texas at 305-992-9537. For those of you that are following us on social media, post there 
that celebration that you have trusted in Christ. It will be a joy for Nathan and myself uh, to get that information. And we would love to send you a Bible so that you can continue to grow in your relationship with Jesus. And we also want to encourage you, when you accept Christ, find a good Bible teaching church, one preferably that also will teach you eschatology to encourage you and grow in the knowledge of the Lord. We believe the Lord is coming back very, very soon. You have nothing to fear. The Lord is with us. So go out there this week and make a difference. Use these headlines in the news to encourage people to look to Christ and not to live in fear. Would you agree with that, Nathan? <laughs> uh, absolutely, Ben. We have great joy in knowing how the future is going to unfold because Jesus has told us he wants you to know. So grab hold of that promise and accept Jesus Christ as your Savior today. Ooh, praise the Lord. Thank you, Nathan Jones. Well, of course, we ran out of time for this segment of the program. But remember, if you need a prayer, again, you can also always reach out to us, 305-992-9537. But Nathan Jones and myself want to say goodbye to you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. And, and thank you for being part of our program today.